Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Real Window, colon, rewatching random movies from our childhood. I'm Pauline. And I'm Lisa. And it's another trivia episode. Yay! So for anyone who doesn't know, that means that we play a game this episode. It's a yeah. little bit shorter than our full-length episodes, uh, and it's the big reveal for the film that we're going to watch this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm in charge. Lisa's uh, <laughs> guessing. <laughs> Your favorite place to be. Well, yes, it's not, it's not untrue. Um, so I'm going to be asking the questions to dear sister Lisa, and she's going to do her best to decipher the film by the end of this episode. Totally, and answer the questions of dear sister Pauline. So yes, uh, let's, let's roll I. with this. Okay, Lisa, let's yes. start with Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Tomatoes. So what's the score that our film was given on this uh, critics website? Mm, mm. 58 percent 62 percent 73 percent or 87 percent let's say 73% you're right 73% all, all I actually thought when you started rounding them off was well it's higher than last week's movie yeah which was so surprising <laughs> um 73 that's the, pretty decent and the audience gave it a 77 so oh so pretty decent. consistent consistent okay but then on imdb it's only 6.7 so mm, yeah okay, but it was okay. all three were lower than i thought they would be oh another one of these <laughs> yeah i really genuinely thought it'd be higher i was like wait uh, what i see we uh-huh. we seem to do that don't we <laughs> Yeah, we seem to have higher expectations for lower-rated films and lower expectations for higher-rated films. Uh, we're we're not great at that. So this yeah, this really yeah. means nothing. Is what everyone <laughs> should take away. It shouldn't. It doesn't mean anything. It is no, no indication of how we're going to feel. It's about more film. entertaining for us. It's sure. not actually yeah. accurate. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. So Lisa, our budget for our film, hmm. what was it? Nine point eight million. Fourteen point five million. 20.3 million or 23.3 million Ooh, a tricky one at the end mm. let's do 20.3 not a huge one but yeah. not like teeny okay okay well what matters is ne- the next part uh the box office, office. Mm. How well did our film do at the box office uh 123.8 million. <laughs> 147.6 million, oh. 159.2 million, or 181.1 million? Let's do the whole shebang. Let's say 181. 147.6. So about 10 times its budget. I was about to say, you know, that's a pretty sweet return for that yeah. investment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not too shabby. No. And I'm actually surprised at how low the budget was considering who's in this movie. Um, oh, now yeah, there's a hint. So there Someone is. big is in this movie. Gotcha. There you go. Yep. It can't be Robin Williams. We had him last time. But can it not? <laughs> Counterpoint. Who could? Is there a rule that we have where I'm not allowed to? We did Sister Act and Sister Act 2 one after the other. <laughs> That's true. No one will suspect it That's now. That's right. It's true. Now's okay. my time to throw out Robin Williams. <laughs> okay. So, Lisa, our film was actually nominated for a bunch of awards, which, again, okay. is one of the reasons why I was quite surprised um, by its... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we're talking like 14 awards, um, including one Oscar and one Saturn. Lisa, did wow. it win the Oscar? No. You're right. It didn't. Lisa, did it win the Saturn Award? Let's say yes. 
No, it didn't. <laughs> um, <clears throat> How about the Young Artist Awards? Do we have some Actually, Young Artist Awards we're going to toss around? There weren't any of those. But there <gasps> were a bunch of Blockbuster and MTV movie awards. Oh, I love the MTV. Their categories yeah. are fascinating sometimes. Okay. They're very, they're very odd. They're very odd. Mm-hmm. But um, so, but however, I didn't include any of them because the uh, uh, categories and the wins, etc., were not what I thought they'd be. I was like, this is not helpful. So. <laughs> Lisa. Ooh, I'm enjoying how little I'm being told and yet some <laughs> stuff is being told like this is very I'm, things that aren't gonna help you at all yeah no so Lisa yes let's go to our Oscar yes let's that we didn't win hmm. for this film um, but it which of the following was the one it was nominated for out of the okay. these following four categories okay it's nomination let's do this best costume design hmm. best adapted screenplay Best effects, sound effects, editing, or best art direction, set direction. You know, we haven't had one of these in a while, so I'm just going to say costume because it's been uh, a long time. We, it has chance? been a long time. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Uh, best art direction, set direction. Oh, different than special effects. Okay, well, that's something. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. okay. Um, Lisa, who did it lose that award <gasps> to? Art direction, set direction. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hamlet. <gasps> the English Patient. Evita mm. or the birdcage <laughs> there's Robin Williams there he um, is I want it to be the birdcage so I'm just gonna say birdcage ah English patient. English patient because English that was patient the English swept patient everything. everything yeah I actually watched it and I remember watching it and being like I mean it's not bad yeah but you're like this huh I'm kind of surprised you won all the things yeah okay I and I read the, the book thing. too and I was yeah. like I like the book more yeah not, well, not that that's, that's a shocker. How that goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then let's turn to the Saturn Award that it was oh, nominated for. I mean, we do love our Saturns. We do. Lisa, do you want to tell everyone what the Saturn Awards are? Absolutely. For anyone who doesn't know, you clearly haven't been listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's okay. Now you will. Because pretty much every movie that we watch seems to be nominated for one of these. It's true. And we <laughs> or didn't at least know a good either. chunk of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to be nominated for a Saturn Award means that you it's like best uh, fantasy, science fiction, or horror slash thriller. Because it's funny. They'll throw in some thrillers every once in a while. And be mm-hmm. like, that's kind of like a horror. Yeah. Anyway, film. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we seem to come across this all the time. We know this. Yeah this awards uh, situation way better than we did when we started this podcast it's true it's true so lisa i'm gonna give you a list of four options which one was it nominated for mm. best costumes ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, the temptation is strong <laughs> <laughs> best action slash adventure slash thriller film Okay. Best. Okay, Saturn, were you scraping this year? Was there well, just like limited? Okay. I think there was actually a bunch and they were like, well, let's combine them together because <laughs> the next category is best fantasy film all on its own. So there was a shit ton of fantasy films. That is and then they so needed, funny. And yeah, less action adventure thrillers. thriller that they really wanted. <laughs> anyway, um, or best actor. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to say action adventure thriller just because that mouthful is entertaining to me. Yeah. And because it's really likely to be one of those three categories. Mm. Mm. Um, actually, no, best costumes. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I should have gone with my huge, uh, my first desire. Yes, you're thrown off. That by gut a, instinct. I know. My parabolic one. Okay. Okay. So, Lisa, <laughs> who did it lose best costumes to? English patient. <laughs> This is a Saturn Award. It's actually best action slash adventure slash thriller slash drama. 
They really want to get everybody they involved. They really want to make everyone interested. Oh, God. Okay, yes. Okay. Mars Attacks! Exclamation point. Oh, God. I only vaguely remember that movie exists. Yeah, me too. Uh, Independence Day. Oh. <laughs> Dragon Heart. Yes. Star Trek, colon, First Contact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Escape from L.A. This is best costumes. Oh, <laughs> like costumes. I'm like okay, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna go with Escape from LA just because that seems more subtle than the others. Um. Right. The subtlety <laughs> that is the movie Escape from LA, <laughs> the the apocalyptic end of the world with Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah, but come uh, on. Yes. Do you remember the costumes or do you remember yeah. just Kurt Russell? Like, well, <laughs> don't we always just remember Kurt Russell? Come on. You know what? Because yes. I can't help myself. I'm going to go, even though it most likely is Independence Day, I'm going to go with First Contact and thought, Star Trek. You know, I thought that would draw you. I was like, she's going to choose Star Trek First Contact. It's going to end up being Dragonheart, isn't it? Because they're like, it's medieval. They had costumes. Yeah. <laughs> they had costumes. Yeah, actually, you know which one it is? What? Star Trek. First yes! Contact. Yeah. Ah, yeah. The, so right. satisfying. Right? So Lovely. satisfying. So satisfying. All right. Well, that's all right. There we go. Okay. So, Lisa, um, just to let you know, in terms, because this was nominated for Best Costumes and Best Art dir- Direction, Set Direction, among mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa, this is what one of the critics said about this film. Oh, I like where this is going. The visual aesthetic is as divisive as it is fresh and innovative. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so, that a divisive, well. innovative, fresh. Fresh aesthetic, look, visual kinda. aesthetic. So, oh my God. this what if you this one divided people, <laughs> but was like literally never seen before. Like this was new. Okay. 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 So there's a there's in a, the nineties. Yeah. Okay. So we're in the nineties. This late aesthetic 90s. is new. It's like that's like what mid late nineties. Where are we at? Yeah. Ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Thank you. I'm so proud of myself. So, Lisa, um, we have a leading actress, um, but we're oh, not going to let you know who she is yet. That's uh, first, I'm going to talk about, uh, live, give you five names of wannabe leading actresses who didn't uh, uh, get the role. One of them uh, didn't make was the not cut. considered. So. Okay. One of them was not considered. Gotcha. Correct. Uh, leading actress, was it Sarah Michelle Gellar? Mm. Jennifer Love Hewitt? Oh, man. Class. Christina Ritchie? Yes. Natalie Portman or Kate Beckinsale. All the youngins. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. I love it. Very mm-hmm. 90s. Very I 90s know, draw. I know. That's I why appreciate I that. the question for sure. Oh, but then of course they're all horses of the same color. So I don't know who to. Uh, right? <laughs> who to the out on this one? What is the difference? <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, 96. Yeah, they're all pretty decent in their heyday mm-hmm. at that point. Mm, mm-hmm. Nicely done, Pauline. Thank you. I'm going to go with not not christina ritchie actually not kate beckinsale ah 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 um okay but uh our director for our film is from which country lisa canada Mm -hmm. the uk australia or new zealand commonwealth all the way um let's know it <laughs> go with that british empire baby Remember they're all english-speaking countries <laughs> and have weird remnants from the yes. british overlords sure uh, do. okay shall we say the queen's money uh, okay. yes let's go with new zealand why not australia Ooh, actually close. Are... okay he's an aussie he's an aussie so... and 
loves that we do that accent i'm sure i'm i'm sure they do well we don't have a lot of <laughs> listeners in australia so they're fine if we were trying to do german accents we'd be really <laughs> offending our one german listener um, thank you one german listener thank you uh so lisa the reason the reason i asked that question is because mm. the soundtrack for this film went platinum in australia how many times Ooh, oh i like where this is going uh let's say it went platinum five times it did go platinum five times what absurd (laughs) (laughs) i was like what's a number that's hyperbolic but not too hyperbolic so i'm kind of close but not like outrageous like 10 or something totally oh my god so that is what you just did Good I'm kind of having some suspicions as to what our film is, but let's keep this place rolling. <laughs> okay, well, then I'm going to bring it to one of our favorite questions that we're yes. able to do here. Lisa, two people in this <laughs> film yes. are yes. in other movies that we've already done for this podcast. Okay. Lisa, which of the following films, which of the following pairs mm. is it? Jurassic Park and <laughs> Roger Rabbit happen into my personal heart your heart okay just mm-hmm. your heart mm-hmm. right there and then i'm gonna destroy it hook and my girl <laughs> <laughs> regarding henry and les miserables or midnight run and silver auto regarding henry and les miserables you're right <laughs> Lisa, what are we watching? Are we watching Romeo plus Juliet? We are watching Romeo <laughs> plus Juliet. Good old Baz Luhrmann. Baz yes, Luhrmann. and that is an aesthetic that was divisive and unique. So I get you. Yes. And damn, yes. if we didn't listen to that soundtrack on a loop. Oh my gosh, forever. we loved this soundtrack. Oh Lisa, my god, Lisa, what's the name of the band who sings the song that we sang over and over and the over cardigans. and over again? The Cardigans. The cardigans. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn so, straight they did. <laughs> the song Love Fool, everyone, is going to be stuck yes. in your head. Forever. It actually is in there now. It's yeah, in there oh, now. for sure. It pops in immediately. <laughs> There's a scene from the American The Office, and mm-hmm. that, that song is being like sung in the background a cappella by Andy, <laughs> and it's the most painful. It's hilarious. Anyway, anyone who's an office fan knows. Um, okay. Amazing. So, Lisa, I don't really a ton of other questions mm. um, but I've, I've got a couple so yeah. there's a there's a key scene uh, at the beginning of the film that took seven days to film for about five minutes of movie time of Lisa, course. where does this gunfight takes place a shopping mall a grocery store a gas station or a fire department if I recall correctly it is a gas station you are correct it is a gas station with one of the most dramatic gunfights and the most wonderful jacket toss offs possible oh yes <laughs> And the zooms in on the Immaculate oh Heart of Mary. Immaculate Heart of Mary and the Jesus. kissing of the guns. Yeah. Like, I it is, that scene This is, is an aesthetic. <laughs> I have no idea how this movie's going to hold up. I haven't watched this movie in years. I haven't, I haven't I, watched it since we were teenagers. Like, yeah. it's been a long so, time. I remember I loving it. Yes. But I don't know what it's going to no. be like. Especially because Baz Luhrmann has a very... For anybody who's watched his movies, you've watched Moulin Rouge. You've probably watched Romeo plus Juliet. I'd be surprised if a lot of you watch Australia, but there may be a few of you. And then The Great Gatsby, and he has a very definitive way of moving his camera. <laughs> he does. It's very interesting. So so we'll see how that holds up. Oh, interesting. Um, so um, uh, Baz, 
our good old mm. Baz, yeah, sent our buddy. which band a tape of the last 20 minutes to make a song for the end credits? The song Ooh. is titled Exit Music, and then in brackets, okay, amazing. for a film. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, which band oh, was it? this is going to be hard, because that song I do not remember. So yeah, because why? Good. Yeah, no, of yeah, course. This was we not were too a busy in love with the cardigans. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, which band was it? Everclear. Radiohead, yeah. Bush, yeah. or Nine Inch Nails. Well, I know Radiohead's in there because there's that scene with Leonardo DiCaprio smoking, and he's that's playing in the background as a oh, Radiohead yeah, is... song. Yeah, but I don't think that's the end title song, so I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate them. Um, Everclear. Actually, it is Radiohead what? because Radiohead's on there twice. So you're right in that oh, song, and then it's a different fast. song. Oh. But that's the only. It was tricky because Everclear is also on the band. Everclear is because I was like, so, Everclear sounds familiar. So yeah. In all honesty, the two songs I paid the most attention to were "Love Fool" and "Kissing You." Oh, obviously. obviously. Hello. Obviously. <laughs> like, duh. Were we not teenage girls when this movie came out? We like, were. We of were teenage. We were the perfect target audience for this film. We really were. Like we What's... were actually, to be honest, we yeah. were slightly too young. We were slightly like, too young. We were just no one JM too... was the right age. Yes. And she loved all that music and then she watched it. And obviously we thought Jam was cool, so then we watched it. We watched it. it. And but like our older brother Dan liked it because he was all into Shazers. We were like, okay, That's right. both of them like this right. movie. This is a good movie. But I don't know if there's ever like a quote unquote too young of an age to be attracted to Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, like I yeah, mean, we oh, and he was in his peak. Movie, it's but... hilarious oh, now to man. look back and now go that I'm like, is it crazy that I'm probably going to be more attracted to Paul Rudd than Caprio oh. <laughs> while watching? No, that's. And, I think that's totally normal. I think that's John the entire Leguizamo, world right now. I feel like oh, I'm going to be attracted to everyone but Leo. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't write down his name, but the actor who plays Mercutio oh. is a yes. good-looking man. So I'm, a, if I'm I recall correctly, yeah. he was very good-looking and could pull off a nice pair of pumps. That and man a was great open white blouse yes like, throughout hello. so yeah we'll see how this holds up i don't know if anything we'll just be happy for the eye candy i mean that's <laughs> true claire danes is also for... gorgeous like, she is come on. yes yes yeah yeah so, her little angel anyway. costume yeah oh, very God. adorable um okay so that's that's all i have that's actually for it you guessed it. like i had a question of like which oscar-winning actor well, we'll ask the question. Lisa, we'll give you the options. But which Oscar-winning <laughs> actor that we haven't had on the pod before is in this film? Is it Pete Postlewaite? <laughs> I knew it. So we didn't, we didn't need the options for so that. So we've but... repeatedly had to say his name repeatedly in other yes. questions, but never have yes. once had him on this podcast. Every time it's been for the year um, of the, the Oscars, uh, Seniors, The Fugitive, and I believe in the line of fire. I'm not positive. I can't remember exactly, but it's been referenced a few times now. Because Yeah, name of the father. In the Boy, name of the father. Really, that movie keeps just popping up. So we finally have Pete Postlewaite yes. in the film that we're about to watch today, which yes, is... he plays the priest. Yes. Pauline, which quote, which, I mean, beautiful Shakespearean uh, quote, yes. did you choose for our film? Well, there were obviously many iconic mm. lines that we mm. all know from this movie, but the yeah. one that actually, it's the one that popped into my head right away when I I'm thought so of doing this movie. Yeah. It's actually Mercutio. Yes. And it's actually, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but he's shouting for some reason, <laughs> a plague, 
on both your houses. <laughs> that was one of our favorite scenes, as oh. terrible as it was. I'm we like reenacting that scene. Most of you know no. this plot, whether you've seen <laughs> Romeo plus Juliet or not. Something tells me we shouldn't have to worry about spoilers well, for anyone involved. I mean, they might know the plot, but they don't necessarily know how all of the characters end Meet up their in end. this film. <laughs> I didn't, no? I didn't say that. Lisa, it's sh- a tragedy. Lisa, it's, it's a tragedy. Hamlet. We know what's happening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so there you have it, everyone. And uh, we the, can watch it where, please. <laughs> we can watch it, actually, believe it or not, on Disney+. Plus. It is on because, Disney+. Plus. I saw it there, too. Because it's like, on... Romeo plus Juliet? Is it Fox? <laughs> It's because it's on stars. Ah, stars. Disney does own so much, everyone. They own so much. So it's not like Disney, Disney, like, you won't have access to this on the same page that Encanto's, like, accessible. (laughs) But for some reason, Encanto and Moana don't show up. I don't know why. So you have to go to the stars section on Disney Plus to watch this bad boy. Make sure you're in your adult section, not your kids' one. Yeah, this won't won't be be accessible there. there. No, this (laughs) won't be available there. Um, But other than that, I actually didn't look anywhere else because as soon as I saw it there, I was like, ta da! Ta da! So uh, (laughs) I can assume it is available for purchase and rent so many places. And it is at uh, your public library. I have have no doubt it is at your public library. A disservice to the community if it was not. Considering how many high school students in desperation need a film version and want this one over a different one. Despite how divisive this film is about Mm. the aesthetic, um, it actually follows the story quite closely. There's not Mm -hmm. a ton that gets changed. And so a lot of English teachers choose to, because it's like a little bit more, I know this is shocking, everyone. It's a little bit more relatable than literally every other adaptation of almost any Shakespeare film. Um, That's interesting. Interesting that you would say yes, so. Yes. But actually, did you know that this is the highest grossing I'm not adaptation surprised. of I'm not any wait, Shakespeare? Wait. Are you saying Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing did not take the top spot? It's weird. <laughs> I know. And neither did Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet or Kenneth Branagh's Henry V. Oh, like, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Or Kenneth Branagh's As You Like It. Let's just start listing all of them, guys. He does a great job, but he does uh, not uh, draw in that worldwide box office that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Baz Luhrmann, Claire Danes, I, you and know Paul what? Rudd do. My guess for, for runner-up, ha- I now want to look this up. My guess for runner-up in terms of money-making is um, Hamlet with Mel Gibson. I'm curious Ooh. if that's number two. Lisa, let's look it up. You know what we're going to have to. We're going to look it up, and we're going to let you know on Tuesday. That's our Fantastic. homework, plus watching the movie. Yeah. Fun fact, everyone, this movie is literally two hours long, because at the beginning of the film and of the play, mm. um, the, the, yes. the chorus says, uh, in Fair Verona, where we lay our scene, et cetera, et cetera, uh, two hours on yes. the stage. And so Baz made sure that the movie is exactly two hours long. Which amazing. I thought was very That's impressive. Amazing. That's very I like that. impressive. Well done, Lerman. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, great pick, Pauline. I'm excited to rewatch this. You guessed this. it very quickly. <laughs> um, I didn't think that the UK, the Australian director, would really narrow it down that much for you. I think I and know then too the much about Lerman. <laughs> yeah, maybe I didn't give that credit. I should have should have treated it more like a Disney risk. I'm like, ooh, what does she know? Should have made it more vague. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so as soon as I asked the Australian director, you were like, oh, it's Baz Luhrmann. I'm like, shit, <laughs> ruined it. Should have saved that. Who knew I should have saved that one for the end? 
now you do now you do every other person who's listening to this was like how did she know <laughs> what we were doing already because <laughs> anyway, i'm crazy people <laughs> she's insane okay everyone so in conclusion disney plus is where yep. you're gonna watch romeo plus juliet uh if you're in the mood for some sweet 90s innovation check it out there um otherwise uh rate and review us on the platform that you're currently listening and follow us on social media we're at real window send us an email to real.window at gmail.com if you feel like having a little chit chat ski poo about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, shakespeare Leonardo oh Caprio. please Anyone who wants to talk to with me about Shakespeare, you do it. Yeah. Please, please, and thank well, you. I'll get Dan to send you a message. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, everyone, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll catch you on Tuesday. Mm-hmm.